Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, priestesses. From us to you. <laughs> From me and mine. Oh, Do you remember those bears that were like, me to you bears? Oh my god, yeah. That's the ultimate of what I don't want on Valentine's. Valentine's aesthetic, yeah. Just remember those. That's not good. They're bad. It's 2004. They're like flashback. Ugly. Yeah, it's not good. So, your two fave priestesses are back. Back and better than ever to discuss all things V-Day. So, what are you doing this Valentine's Day? <laughs> I actually have no idea. What are you doing this Valentine's Day? I've no idea. Listening to this podcast? Yeah, me too. <laughs> Can't wait. Can't wait to reminisce something that hasn't even happened. What are your thoughts on Valentine's Day? Um, kind of mixed. Yeah. I think at school, people would say things like, I remember there was one girl who was kind of in my friendship group. Mm-hmm. Hi, if you're listening. <laughs> oh, Wow. I don't know if she'll be listening. But she would say something like, I hate Valentine's Day. It's commercialist bullshit. And fine, it is. Yeah. But then the second she got a boyfriend, she was like, Valentine's Day, Valentine's I Day. I love and it. And that is such a funny thing because it is commercialist, consumerist bullshit. Mm. But so is Christmas. So is any fucking event you go to. So is your birthday. Yeah. So is Easter. So, so is, is fucking any, Halloween. So is any like westernized holiday. And don't you come for Halloween, bitch. <laughs> No, literally. But I love that that is so like, well, I'm rejecting Valentine's Day mm-hmm. unless I've been picked. When I've been chosen, then I love it. Oh, it's the best. But then, it, then it's, humili- otherwise it's humiliating yeah. to be on your own. So it's bullshit, it's bullshit, it's bullshit. Yeah. Until the one day that, Just oh God, face. he wants me. I love it. It could never be me. So what are your thoughts? Oh yeah, that was someone else's thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> so that's her thoughts. From so being do you want to know everyone else I know's thoughts? <laughs> um, so what are my thoughts? fine it's yeah. a fine day i don't what i don't overthink it i have here's someone else's opinion that i'm going to come in with yeah. my view is very much shaped by indifference about valentine's day okay so another one of my friends has kind of an anxiety about valentine's day so i met my friend not that recently like a few years ago you met and, up with her yeah and it was kind of december and she was like i am so stressed for february and i was like oh why what's happening in february like, what's going on for you then she's like valentine's day and i was oh like oh my god oh like don't worry about just don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got the cure for you. Just don't worry yeah, about so, it. Yeah, like what, like what? I didn't know people put any emphasis on it. Wow. So I oh, think she's stressed. Well, it's yeah. what day is it today? The third of February. She's getting yeah. stressed out. Yeah, maybe she... you should give her a call. <laughs> 
check in on her. She's like warming up. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah, she's locking herself down for the month. Well, and I bet you, you know, the male equivalent of her is not stressed at all. No, but I don't think many. He's like February, huh? I thought it was December. Like, well, he just that's kind of what know. I was. I was well, like, yeah. what do you mean? So there's definitely an anxiety about it mm. that exists. There's almost like, okay, there's definitely a real anxiety about it that exists, but then there's also the, and that's kind of the undercurrent. And then what we show on the surface is that thing of like Galentine's Day. I was going to say Galentine's like, Day. And we make a big joke about it, but it's like some people are actually joking and then some people are like They stressing. need their friends. Yeah. yeah. Like it's it's all, it's kind of that performing empowerment or whatever. It's like you're performing yeah. that you're not fast. Gal squad. Yeah. yeah. But it's you're d- actually like, you're going to be crying. You're going to be crying on your own. If you're crying about Valentine's Day, guys, we've got a lot of work to do. Yeah. Go back to episode one. Yeah. <laughs> we've got work to do. Don't worry. We've got, we're going to do many episodes on relationships. This is kind of touching the surface. Yeah, of, this is a bit of fun. This isn't even scratching the surface of relationships, love. This is just something for you to listen to on Valentine's Day, yeah. even after While Valentine's you cry. Day. Whilst you cry. This is your crying soundtrack, <laughs> Valentine's Day 2020. Um, so what are your thoughts on Valentine's Day? Well, they're pretty much the same as yours. Indifferent. Yeah, indifferent. Like, I can give it or take it. I love the idea, if I wanted to be really romantic, like, I would love that idea of, like, mm. cute, like, romance, love. Like, I love that. That's oh. my favourite thing in love. the world. I'm in love with love. Yeah, I'm in love yeah. with love. Have like, you seen um, you, the second season? Because her name is yes, love. And he always love. says, I love you. Love. love and it's all, and uh, they develop a new thing where they say like I wolf you yes awful. oh I couldn't stop being sick it's yeah, horrendous it's bad, but I do I love that girl love do you I wait for her to back oh I'm team back oh, I a bit of a bore I love when oh, she, she was like Beck was basic and she didn't deserve you or whatever it's like to be honest love you know, is I, way cooler look I didn't like Beck at the time but I miss the vibe LA fuck off bring me back to dingy New York in your bookshop yeah that's about, a cool vibe but yeah. I think love's vibe is way cool a chef yeah, but it's not about a chef. It's like, like just her look. I just think she's so stunning. She is. I was. Do you know what? I hated Beck styling. I remember saying to yeah, you, I, you said. I fucking hate whoever styled Beck. What did you say that she wore? <laughs> I like said a check little... shirt and a pashmina scarf. <laughs> It's that that gets me. It's the scarf thing. It's like too specific. A pashmina scarf. Yeah. It's why have you styled her in that? Yeah, it's not good. And she's like, well, it's like yeah, and I'm be- I'm supposed to believe that she's in New York looking yeah. like that. And she's not in 2003. Yeah, it's I not can't right. buy it. And she tweeted that thing. Oh my god, about what was mac it? and cheese. It's like now mac and cheese. Uh, and it's like, oh god, why did you do that, Beck? Because she's a loser. So I get that love is a step up for Joe Goldberg. <laughs> But he's still undeserving. I do kind of love him. Well, maybe we should discuss a bit of you in this. Well, I'm happy to do it now. Because I think that talks about love, in quote marks, in a really interesting way. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's Mm. a really interesting way of, like, unpacking the way that men see women as well. Romanticising kind of obsession. Oh, it's insane. And it's like, his love in that show is nothing to do with the girls. It's all about himself himself needing to put himself into another person. But for some reason... Thing is, that show's interesting because you're rooting for a psychopath, but you're also wanting him to get caught but every time he's on the verge of getting caught you're like fuck joe run yeah <laughs> get out of that cage they yeah. see your cage run yeah it's bad it's tricky it I, is tricky well i will put my hands up and say i had a crush on him about a week yeah, ago you did i'm getting <laughs> over, over the crush now. i'm getting over the crush because i'm watching new shows now <laughs> but i did have a crush on joe on joe will bettelheim whatever his but name i was think that's second. kind of the point no i know but i put a story on high priest yeah you guys might have seen it and i did a story and i was like guys so what are your thoughts on Joe? And everyone was like, you're disgusting. You shouldn't like him. Yeah. That's great. I got messages. It was 
98% what the fuck because I did a poll that was like he's hot or what the fuck and it was like 98% what the fuck and I got messages saying you're fucked he's up disgusting like who the fuck? and I was thinking yeah you're 100% right you're 100% right but I just wanted to know just wanted to well, clarify there's definitely he's got like a he's uh, god that guy Penn Bladgley or whatever his name Penn is Penn Bladgley yeah he's my main YouTube search at the moment and he's doing better than ever he's hot yeah well this is the thing everyone's like dying over him mm. now whereas when he was bloody Dan in oh, I never watched girl, that yeah, I wish I no, I don't. think I would have loved him. You wouldn't have. He aesthetically is very good though. <laughs> Oh, there's just well, I think he's interesting actually as a person because mm. he kind of gives me this fake deep kind of vibe. Yeah, but that's kind of it. I love uh, that. That is your thing. <laughs> fake I hate deep. to call people out, but that is kind of your thing. The fake, fake deep. deep. Well, I kind of think it's real deep, and I get a bit confused, a bit lost. In <laughs> yeah. My relationship history will show that I love some fake deep. Yeah, that's interesting. But well, remember, I that. said that your type is someone with dark hair who's on the peripheries of society, and that sums it up. And I really. Did sum it up. Oh, it's Jon Snow. Jon Snow at the wall, not not when he's a king. Not the king of the north. Whereas I'm all over the king thing. Post death, Jon Snow yeah, is you. That's his prime. Pre death, Jon. That's me. I love that. Him with Egret. I mean, I've spoken about my um, Ugh, my distaste for Egret, oh, who I love, but I'm a bit I'm a bit sick of the sight of her by the end. <laughs> <laughs> can't wait to see the back of her. Yeah, I can't wait for that death. I actually was crying oh, my eyes out. I couldn't Okay, But I just get a bit jealous of Egret at times. I think it is interesting, actually, because it's like, why is that your type? What, the peripheries? Yeah, because it is kind of someone that is just unreachable. Yeah, I completely agree. They because kind of for you, it's off. all about the fantasy. In the, it's yeah. all about the fantasy and like the idea of that person rather than like the reality of the shitty kind of guy that they actually I are. I think that's so true because there was this thing that was like, um, the best oh way to get over someone is to get to know them. And so that's it. True. As soon as I know you, as soon as you're telling me your life and yeah. things like that, and I'm, the fantasy's a bit dead and the image that I've built up is cancelled, yeah. I'm over it. I'm bored. When I see you kind of like, mm, just like Eating. in the supermarket. Yeah, yeah, no. Or like <laughs> kind of, you're like, you need to like book your driving. You're like a bit stuff. stressed because you're going to miss your bus and it's oh, like... Oh, <laughs> that's a bad one. Yeah, 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 that's bad. It's bad, it's instantly unhot yeah it's not good but i also think i do love the reality at times but i'm a sucker for the fantasy it's all about the fantasy I, there's a thing i did myers-briggs the other day oh again i've done it many times <laughs> i've done it many times throughout my life but i love personality tests and i did myers-briggs again and i got infp once again, again for okay. the millionth time in my life so that's confirmed it's theory con confirmed yeah the description was like in romance you live for the fantasy and i was like nailed it you're onto something mm, you nailed it it is true because you and also you speak openly in your life about fantasizing mm. sorry i don't know if you wanted to announce that on the podcast <laughs> well i said but we're doing it now me apparently. and my friend have this one rule we actually have two rules one the first rule i developed these i'm not gonna yeah. say me and my friend no no but me, i <laughs> do have this joke with my friend but we have two rules that we live our lives by i mean i'm open to creating more but these are two of my <laughs> two main, of the main pillars ones. number one is don't solve your problems at night Love i can't that. stand by that more number two is don't fantasize about someone you know. Yeah. And I really need to work on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the second one's not going well. But 
also you put something on higher story that was like, um, you should see the potential in yourself that you're seeing in others. Yes. And that's fucking it. Yeah. The thing that you're seeing in that person is the thing that you think you're lacking. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. We're very quick to think that the other person is so perfect. Or like yeah. the first date thing of just be yourself, just impress them, blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, they need to impress you as well. I actually made a rule about this because I realised that on dates with guys or when I'm kind of with guys <laughs> walking around town yeah. with these guys, I would talk quite a lot about ghosts yeah. and I made a rule for myself. Another rule. <laughs> don't yeah. talk about ghosts this on the first to third date. Like just don't do it. Just hold yourself back from ghost talk. Don't be weird and don't do it. And I spoke to my friend about this and I was like, okay, I've made another rule. I'm not talking about ghosts with guys. And she was like, wait, but you do talk about this ghosts. This was me. No, I said that. I said that to you. God, I've been telling a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> I said that's part of your personality. Why would you not yeah. be you? Because it's like, oh, well, actually, if they don't like ghosts, I don't like them. Well, yeah. <laughs> it was like that if they don't want to tolerate that. Tolerate. But do you know if they yeah. can't? Oh, if they can't have it. Obviously, a bad match, so let's leave oh, it. Oh, it's never going to work. Yeah. They come up on the hour. I don't it's know like, where why that was are going. we. No, but it's true. Why do we go into dates so ready to conceal the truest yeah. parts of ourselves? It's completely true. It's really interesting, isn't it? It's like actually talk about exactly what you want to talk about. Look they, how you want to look. Yeah, if they can, if they're into it, which chances are they are. Good news. It's better that than you fake it. And, and they if they're not interested, why would you be interested in someone who's not interested? Do you know what I mean? Mm. If they're not interested in who you are, okay, bye. There's so many more people in the world. Well, I think it takes a lot of people to. It took me a minute to get to that. Yeah, it does. That's definitely like oh, if they don't like me, that's a difficult place to get. to. I think it takes people a lot of time mm. to get to the place of I'll be myself, and if they don't like me great they weren't for me it's like wait but they didn't like me yeah it's like they didn't not like the illusion it's so true them rejecting you isn't necessarily a rejection it can be you rejecting them as well or you making your own decision or your own perception of them or so much of it is context because when i have been the rejecter rather than the rejectee yeah i have found when i'm rejecting someone that it is so much more about just like my context what's going on with me they're just not really matching up with my lifestyle at that minute so they're gone but when you're the rejectee you think it was all about me they just didn't like me i'm not good enough when you're the rejectee you kind of expect everyone to like for you to be worth everyone making adjustments for yeah it's kind of like oh they've got a lot going on but i thought i was good enough for them to you know figure that out Yeah, obviously they just don't like me that they don't like me enough yeah and it's like no no, they do it's just it's just not fitting it's so complex that dating thing yeah that dating thing no but (laughs) almost i was talking to some other ones of my friends (laughs) other ones some other ones that i've got going on yeah i've got my fingers in a few friendship pies <laughs> but they were saying isn't it funny when you're in that sort of breaking up stage or you've had a bit of a thing with someone and then you get that long text that like moment mm. which is just the trope of a relationship mm. going a bit sideways that kind of heart sinking moment yeah and one of my friends has got this quite two of my friends actually have just had this like long text situation mm. that we've all we all know and they're saying why at the end of a thing or a relationship does it go so far Formal. Yeah. You suddenly start saying, in regard to the, or I've been doing a lot of thinking. It's like you've never once, or let you say their name a lot. You're yeah. like, okay, John. I'm trying, John. Yeah, no. suddenly you're trying to explain them yourself. Yeah. You need to justify. But why is it, the, why the formality? Yeah, that's really Like, it just becomes... Well, because there's mm. kind of no casual way to say, I'm not interested in you. Because it feels like no. such a huge blow. It's oh, almost it's like gross. we don't really have the vocab to very casually and informally let someone down. That's almost a bit rude. To just oh, be like, horrendous. yeah, I'm not, I don't actually really like you that much. Bye. Well, there was my friend in, this was in year six, but we always joke and say that she was broken up with on a walkie-talkie. Oh. Which is... 
God that's the opposite of formal. That's as casual as can be, and that's pretty bad. Yeah, that is. It bad. was in year six. Oh no, it was in year seven. We were a whole year old. We're in secondary school. We're but mature. then, is there a good way to ever be rejected? Like, what's the ideal? Like, do you know what I mean? Are we ever going to be happy with the way that we've been rejected? Let's think. Also, it's like if you feel like you've been rejected somehow, you will find the evidence to believe that in any way. Like, yes. it, they could have set it up so perfectly that you could in no way be insulted and no way be sad about it. But ultimately, if you're feeling rejected, you will find. What that. is there a good way to be rejected? I don't really know if there are, I don't know if you can. I've never done it or have had that happen to me in a good way. No. I I almost yeah, think I the know. only way that you can be rejected is if you've already rejected them and it's very much like you're both very much over it, like you want to see the back of it's each kind other. Of not a rejection then. Exactly, yeah. A rejection, the ones that kill are the ones where you're still wanting it. Yeah. That's and that's pathetic. bad. That is bad, yeah, that's bad. It's like oh. bringing tears to my eyes <laughs> that one's bad but i don't think it almost still if, if it's still rooted in self-esteem issues then it's still gonna sting whether you've rejected them in your mind or not mm. because they don't want what you have well why is it so much like an embarrassing thing because it is it's mortifying mm. i don't like everything you have to offer oh. how Especially did that make when you it's feel? Like, yeah and it's like we've had sex yeah that's bad that's bad that's bad because it's like well, you're supposed to be in love with me by now like you're, yeah. su- you're supposed to be obsessed with me you've had yeah. sex with me like yeah we've been to dinner oh like that's crazy oh, it is bad. <laughs> it's bad it's like oh no we went to the cinema we've been texting every day yeah and you go done with that actually that's a bad feeling it's also like how long have you been thinking that it's a bit embarrassing well that's the one that my friend has had recently they said i've been thinking this for a few months now oh but that's bad it's like don't add the time frame yeah it's honestly like what is it like twist the knife yeah just an extra little dig it's like i've been thinking i've been thinking for a few months you're also really ugly yeah i actually just don't really like you i actually just think you're the worst you're dumb (laughs) yeah it's like were you trying to be nice even a bit yeah, literally. It's it's horrendous. But I've also, on the other end, as being the rejector, mm. I've done it in brutal ways before. Oh, well, sometimes you kind of have to. I've said to someone that I've been talking to for a while, oh, I'm seeing someone else now. God, were you? No, complete lie. Just quite a I just needed to get, to get them out of my life. Yeah. Um, I think it's different for a girl trying to get a guy out of their life. I know, but it's still bad because it's like, wait, all the time we were talking, you're now with someone else. It's like, God, mm. that's, that's like actually a bit brutal. I know it's completely different with a guy. They kind of need a reason. I had a guy... So I had ended things with this guy. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) I know who it is. (laughs) And I remember... And I I'd fully said, I just need some space. I need to, like, not... Honestly, I need to not hear your voice for a bit. Like, Mm. we just need to be separate. Yeah. And I remember getting out of the shower and getting a text saying, look outside your window. Run. (laughs) Run. Honestly. Yeah, that's bad. And I literally said, you're going to... You have to walk. You you need to. You're go. gonna kill me. Like yeah, you, you need to go. And he was like, "What? You're not gonna come out and speak to me?" I was like, "You need to leave." He's like, "But I've just walked for like an hour to come to yours." I'm like, "No, we'll that turn was, back around." That was your first mistake. Why oh, did honestly, you walk? An hour? When I asked for space, Don't and now suddenly me. you're about five meters away from me. <laughs> you're God, in my home. Good grief! Absolutely not. No, I. Good yeah. grief! Honestly, good grief! You think you're coming Hell's in? Hell's bells! No. <laughs> honestly, there's no way. That's that's weird. And I'm kind of looking out my window with my like. Turban <laughs> towel, like, uh, 
no, you need to scram. Get out of here. Yeah, honestly. Skedaddle. And that's the worst. That's bad. That's how I fucking... I told you. I said to you, please, 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 if you've got any sense, <laughs> if any part of you ever loved me... If you've got one brain cell in yeah, there, please, please leave me alone. Yeah. And what did you do? You took that as an invitation around my house. <laughs> I thought I was going for dinner. It's like, no, there's mascara all down my face. Like, <laughs> I've just come out of the shower. <laughs> that no. is bad. That bad. is really bad. And I was going to say, well, if I turned up at someone's house and they said, you need to walk home, I'd be gutted. But then also, I wouldn't fucking turn up at someone's house. I think this is the thing with guys and rejection and girls and rejection. Mm-hmm. Guys have more goes. Guys almost hit the bat more times. Yeah. They, like, they just throw them. They're throwing out tries. Hey, you look good. Hey, hey, hey. Talking to all these girls in a bar. Like, you might just try it down the street calling that's an attempt i would say girls have a tendency to be more reserved with their like goes yeah you've only got so many eggs yeah exactly i only got so many eggs i'm not throwing around my sperm like any old guy yeah i'm kind of like okay i like this guy i've kind of liked him for two months okay i might give him a hint that i like him rather than oh i'll just ask well i might just stare at him all night and wait until we catch eyes oh no he didn't say anything to me oops i'll try again the next time i see him in two months when we might happen to be in the same bar so i think guys are more accustomed to rejection and it stings more for a girl because it's like you've given your go you've given your go now that's your shot and if it doesn't yeah guys take more shots guys definitely take more shots and also i feel like we just expect the guys to take shots as well so yeah. because it's more expected for them to do that it's more normalized as a behavior mm. for a guy to just go out and shoot his shot whereas for a girl it's not normalized to ask someone out be the first one to approach someone mm. propose marriage like yeah. we're not encouraged to make the first move so if you do it's mm. like just by making the first move you've already gone against the grain and put yourself yeah. out there if that's then Ugh. rejected it already feels like a double hit because you've not just been rejected, but it's also like you've challenged the whole way that society functions. You've also challenged the entire patriarchy at yeah, the same time. And, and it's been thrown back in your face. Yeah, and it turns out the patriarchy is um, thriving. Was not ready. <laughs> yeah, wasn't ready for <laughs> wasn't you. Wasn't ready for you before your time. How would you make a first move then? Well, I always think, I, I don't really know because yeah, it's difficult because I can't, so I've been my boyfriend for a long time now, years. About 10 years. Yeah, about eight years. <laughs> And I'm so a long time. So she's actually ignored all her advice. Well, it's true because also it's like, well, when I would have been dating, the landscape mm. was very different. Like I thought you were going to say the Lannisters. <laughs> That's how much they're in my head. That's how much we're obsessed. Yeah. But when I was single, it was like 2011, and I was like, you 14. were a child. Yeah. No one was dating. Yeah. So I haven't dated yeah. in 2020 as an adult. I don't. Well, you haven't dated. I have. What, what are the dates that you go on as a 14 year old? Exactly. Down to um, exactly sort of cost cutters but i also think <laughs> what do you yeah do? fully yeah you're just going on silly a little world. walk what are you uh, doing yeah. although i would love to go to little cinema I, I love silly world i'm not i'm yeah, not yeah, trying to no, silly love world. cinema um I, I just took the brand name now it's wanted by silly world, world. <laughs> love that um but i do think it's given me quite a sharp perception i think because yeah. our relationship is healthy i'm able to look at like the dating landscape for like what it is yeah i love that and whereas when you're in it it's very hard it's a mess to because you're yeah you're in it Mm. It's it, guys, it's a massive. And it all seems so serious when you're in it. <laughs> yeah. When when I see people dating or like setting up their like hinge profile, I'm like, why is no? Oh, what I this is not a think... serious event. Like, oh, dating apps. We're gonna go into all of yeah. that. I'm sure. Because God, there's so much, much to, to say. say. But I think when people take dating seriously, like I, well, it's have hard not to been friends with people, or I have been on the receiving end of this where someone has taken a first date more seriously than it is. And I think dating should be fun it's like you've mistaken this for what it really isn't 
Yeah, it's not a game of survival. Yeah. It's a game of thrival. Yeah, honestly, yeah. <laughs> it's Thrive just like, okay, life. how much fun can I have? Out yeah. of all of the humans that I've been placed on this earth with, which ones am I going to have the most fun with? Yeah. Who's going to get me? Not who's going to get me, like, who's going to get to keep me, like, who's going to get me, like, connect Understand. on my level. Yeah, who's, who, yeah. like, how are we going to see each other? But also, it's like, stop dating for marriage. Did you see that tweet that was like, if you're not dating for marriage, you're yeah. dating for heartbreak? Because it was over um, Austin Butler and Vanessa Hudgens breaking up. Oh, really? And they've been together, I think, nine years or something. Mm. And someone was like, no, if I, if you leave, if you, if we've been together eight years and then you leave me, I'm going to say, where are you going? <laughs> like, where do you think you're going? Like, we spent our whole 20s together. Like, this is well, it. you're a fucking idiot then. Well, it's just like, why are you prioritising a label over literally your happiness yeah you'd rather stay with someone because it's we've spent all this time together even though we don't we don't match we're not we're not compatible <laughs> even though i hate we've, your fucking gut we've spent all this time together now where are you going i'd rather not be alone so anywhere where you're not anywhere but here. <laughs> yeah honestly anywhere but here but that thing about like oh i'm if you're not dating for marriage you're just dating for heartbreak is just something that is so twisted and disgusting Mm-hmm. It's also yeah. like don't simplify human connection down to either heartbreak or success. Don't equate also marriage don't, to success. Yeah, marriage. What a man-made thing. My connection, my human romance yeah. and love and all this stuff cannot be put with marriage. Like a, a physical document that you can end yeah. with like 50 yeah. quid and a signature. Don't we know by now that marriage is bullshit? Yeah. It's very nice if you want to have a party, all of that stuff. But don't you fucking dare write my name on a piece of paper next to yours what, and call it a win yeah basically in english in english lit we did sort of lots of things i did this module called sense and sexuality it was oh, very good at uni. at uni and it was really really good mm. and we we're talking about how marriage was invented and now it's like the symbol of love yeah, as we know it's crazy and it started as it is a buying document. It's for sale. It's a receipt. The woman's name, the only two people that would sign the document is the groom and the, the father, father of the, of the bride. Groom. No, the fa- Oh yeah, the father of the bride. So it's literally like, the woman's signature is not needed. The idea of being given away, mm-hmm. you're literally, it's it's a receipt. A marriage certificate is a receipt and I'm never, ever, ever being sold. It's Bitch. true. Well, even still up until the 90s, women had to use like their husband's name to get a credit card mm-hmm. or like you couldn't have property and things like that. It was yeah. very, very difficult to be seen as your own person not just in life in yeah. your day-to-day life but in the eyes of the law yeah i'm talking about the uk as well but there's um, a bit in the handmaid's tale mm. which it wasn't actually so much a thing in the series but in the book it was a big thing mm. before um gilead gets made <laughs> mm. <laughs> for the, all the um handmaid's tale fans. oh if you haven't seen the handmaid's tale uh, watch it now to. but before gilead like starts all the women go to their normal jobs as usual and they all say oh you've all been fired yeah. and all of your money has been transferred into your husband or the nearest man in your family's Mm. bank account you now have nothing and it's like that isn't far from what we had a hundred that is exactly what we had a hundred years ago i thought you were gonna say that isn't fun and that (laughs) isn't fun i was gonna say you know what it isn't fun you're right that is not that is not fun guys that is not that isn't fun it's not fun right now no it's not fun <laughs> but it wasn't fun for offred <laughs> no yeah exactly exactly that i was also just gonna say to you quite funny that you used to oh i'm not gonna name it but you used to work for a bridal yeah yeah company which i i had a great time there i used to do yeah. social media for this bride like wedding magazine so the things that you like about weddings are always quite funny well here's the thing that veil is so stunning <laughs> <laughs> so i thought you hated marriage 
<laughs> well, I, I, really I don't funny. hate marriage. Knowing the history of weddings, it's just not something I want to participate in. I do think personally. never say never, though. What if you had to do something, like, in order to, like, get your kid into school and it was oh, easy? Oh, well, that's to... fine. Oh, yeah, I, well, I, there I, we go, then. Jamie, no, no. just very quickly, like... <laughs> The never became okay. Well, in that scenario, you know, well, like no, but it, it's, I will never do it and romanticize it in that way. Do okay. you know what I mean? Like I'll never walk. I'm never having my dad walk me down an aisle. Yeah, no, giving me away. That's never gonna happen. Definitely, I not. can stamp that as it's never happening. That's never happening unless I have some kind of thing that goes wrong in my life. Yeah, and I end up doing it. So that's why God I find forbid. it funny when yeah, God forbid, I'm like tapping word. <laughs> God, who I God forbid mean. she gets married. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why I find it funny the whole if you're not dating for marriage or kind mm. of oh marriage is the most successful thing because I remember also saying to my friend oh yeah I, I don't want to get married mm. that's not a marker of success for me mm. it would be much more a marker of success just to be in a loving relationship for a long time the the marriage the certificate is not something that I put any about. weight on yeah. I actually think you that, that would take away from the thing for me yeah myself. it would although complete respect to everyone who wants to get married oh yeah like, you do you great you're the one being given away you do what you want <laughs> No, she doesn't mean that. <laughs> Fuck. If you want to be a property, go ahead. <laughs> Couldn't be me. <laughs> I'm completely joking. No, yeah. Literally do whatever the fuck you want. I actually don't care. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. It just couldn't be me. So I think... Fucking <laughs> hell. <laughs> just had to get that one last day. But do what you want. Yeah. But that's why I find it funny because I had one friend that was like to me, oh no, but you will get married. Don't worry about it. And it's like, no, no. Oh, you're not getting it. <laughs> it's like, no, you're not getting it. I'm not it. worried. And they almost think I'm saying, I will never be loved. I yeah. could never love I've a man. I've accepted that I will never be loved I'm by a spinster, man. But it's actually like no you're not really getting it yeah it's like for some reason people still have this idea of like you get married at like 28 and then oh you're done for life it's like no no you could get divorced at 62 mate like you yeah. don't realize that's not sealed in yeah you don't realize that's the worst part really doesn't doesn't really doesn't hit the way it used yeah. to do you not know divorced beheaded died yeah. divorced beheaded survived <laughs> i think it's really really interesting when people place a lot of emphasis on marriage rather than happiness mm-hmm. the two definitely will coincide but also can be totally separate things yeah in a lot more instances i think than people than maybe some people like that friend realize don't be naive to it well i think that's the thing why i think i have strong opinions on what i will do in terms of marriage Mm. is because after working at the wedding place there'd be a lot of people messaging saying that their their happily ever after is waiting everything will kind of be fixed and things like that or like if i just get this dress i'll be happy if i just get down to this size before my wedding this will be everything be happy oh i love my groom i can't wait to spend forever with you it's like don't be so naive <laughs> that you genuinely think come well, on well it's a separate thing to say I can't wait to spend forever with them because fair enough they might I think that's that's not the issue I think your issue is you're, you're placing um, happiness on a dress or you're placing happiness on a problem that you're throwing loads of money at well I think and it's anything... got an obsession with the outcome exactly yeah if but it's an obsession with the outcome of I'm going to spend forever with this person I think that's quite crazy yeah but I could say to you I'm so excited to spend forever with Jack but and I... what then you're going to laugh me out of town like what we don't know we don't know what's gonna happen in anyone's life no it's true but if i said i can't wait to spend forever with you doing higher this is well, so i fun, could die like, tomorrow yeah i know but it doesn't mean i didn't mean it even if things did go south with me and jack no no, no, not... no but for example like yeah. even if whatever did happen the way that you felt at that moment by saying i can't wait to spend forever with you is your genuine feeling at that moment so to deny yourself that you're already doing yourself the disservice but there's I nothing it's like an obsession with the not now it's the obsession yeah. an obsession with the future Mm-hmm. It's like, the okay, outcome. so what we have right now is great, but I can't wait to spend forever. When mm. we get married, we've signed this thing, we're forever, we're yeah. forever, we're forever. And, got my ring. and it's like, 
guys there's no guarantee to a forever yeah why don't you just make sure that your today is good and then we can be all right i think that's it. it's like there's no guarantee of a tomorrow either yeah there's no guarantee that any of us will make it to valentine's day to listen to this podcast well i mean the world is imminently combusted it's the happily ever after thing i think it's absolutely fine to think i want to be with this person forever for as long as i'm here and as long as i'm here i want to be that's a completely different thing right that's a completely different thing it's almost the in the future there is so much happiness for us yeah it's kind of like why are you not making it happy now yeah it's like why are you yeah it's just placing emphasis on outcome it's just like you've watched too much disney it's this thing that we always 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 go on about 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 always 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 yeah yeah about the thing that you want in quote marks being just ever so slightly always out of reach and then even when you get it you're looking at the next thing and then when you get that you're looking at the next thing as soon as you're engaged then you want to have a baby then when you have a baby you want to get married then when you get married you want to have another baby then when you've got your other baby you want to move a house then when you move house then you want to settle down and then when you want to get a new job and then you want to do this then you want to do that but realistically right now you literally are you're right listening to a podcast right now you know the world isn't burning down just right now in front of you god i hope not that would be bizarre if you predicted it well it just suddenly catches the Catches a blaze. <laughs> oh, that would kind of creep me out if I was listening to a podcast and someone said, I hope the world doesn't set on fire just as you listen to this. And but it's it like, right now, life is fine. Well, yeah, it's like you you focus on outcomes all that time. Move this, do that, get this, buy that, see mm. them, do this, have that. And you've blinked and you weren't enjoying any of it. Yeah. But I think that's why marriage in particular stands out to me as, one, it's kind of making love something that I just don't like. What it, I just don't like that image An institution of, of selling a woman. Yeah, I just can't be, couldn't be me, as I've can't said. Can't be involved. But... I also think there is, maybe it's the whole engaged stage. That's what I saw a lot of at this place. Mm. The engaged, the brides-to-be. And it was just, I mean, the aesthetic to start with is horrendous. But also it's like, people throw a lot of money at this thing. Oh, and also I really want to be a bridesmaid. (laughs) Like, let me be your bridesmaid. Like, like, (laughs) I will cry at your wedding. Like, I kind of get a bit laughed out of town because when we watched, what's it called? Married at First Sight. And we yeah you you do love it you well, do love a good wedding i think i love but you love. do have such strong um opinions on on marriage i think i have strong opinions on just like a lot of things yeah and marriage good. is just one of my things that i just kind of <laughs> also i was never told it was a mark of success because my parents were together for like 18 years and never got married they had three yeah. kids together so it has never been a marker of your love yeah. because they loved each other more than the, the couples couple that were, were married, married and argued like it was it's just never been a marker of love yeah I agree when I was younger there was definitely not an importance on like getting married and I would only ever get married if I wanted to get married and my parents were married I remember my friend her parents were not married Mm. and she would always talk about getting married getting married getting married because Mm. it seemed like such an amazing thing I don't know if her mum maybe the full stop I think that's where the naivety is yeah yeah yeah, it's yeah it's just focusing on it's just like something that you can't seem to achieve or Mm. just be like fully wanted by someone for life Mm. the so much of it I think is a pressure obviously on women yeah but I also think it is a male thing of like you kind of turn up at the family event alone and they're saying oh you're not going to propose to her anytime soon and oh god and all, it's definitely that's felt awful. yeah it's felt across the spectrum I think just for all young people that's why I think dating is taken so seriously and why you're like yeah. on your hinge profile thinking oh well that's a bit too cringe that's a bit too much it's that's gotta a bit be a t- bit funny yeah but <laughs> not too funny yeah can't be the comedian can't give him that expectation yeah, yeah exactly whatever the dating app is at the moment of the moment yeah and even just in real life the stress about the first date it's like we didn't kiss though what does it mean yeah it it's just crazy. means he's honestly not worth it Get well it rich. just means nothing it just like on, it's just so that it's kind of a is... big coincidence anyway that you've met
met and you're on this planet where phones have been invented and you can sit on your phone and scroll through people left or right deciding on if they're attractive enough for you and then yeah. sit opposite them in a bar and try and impress them for two hours and then go home and tell your friends all about it and then not know them in four months and be like remember yeah. when we used to speak now I don't know anything yeah. that's going on with him now we're strangers yeah oh my god he just like, viewed my story what does that mean nothing it means nothing nothing you fucking we're all idiot about to die we're literally oh we're on a knife set. we're on our deathbeds <laughs> yeah. yeah we're decaying we're decaying we know this yeah. and we love it yeah we love it thank god we're already not dead <laughs> yeah well that's true it's like yeah. if you're dying you may as well just have fun oh yeah so don't stress about one word in your hinge profile no hey i'm ryan reynolds at mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little so naturally when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. I think, yeah, there is a naivety about dating, though. Mm. Okay, so we put on the story asking for questions about relationships because also that's one that we get a lot when we ask for, like, recommend recommendations or just what you guys want to hear from the podcast. Everyone is talking about, like, love, dating, relationships, sex, that kind of, like, advice and questions and mm. stories. So I think we should move on to questions, yeah? Yeah, definitely. Should oh, I, I ask love you it. the first one? Yeah, go. Do you believe in love at first sight? Um, I do believe in love at first sight because I have had people tell me they have been in love at first sight. Mm. and if you believe it then who am I to take that away from you so it hasn't happened to me but that's just my story what about you yeah yeah kind of the same I think I don't care enough to try and take that away from someone and be like that doesn't exist like I I believe that people have seen aliens why am I not going to believe that you've fallen in love (laughs) with someone literally that yeah (laughs) like what the hell I also think I and I think you as well will agree that when you it's not necessarily love at first sight but it's um like a buzz at first sight yeah well I've had that big time yeah it's like kind of the buzz of I think this person is gonna be important in some way. Absolutely. You know, when you've got that little kind of I've had that so kind of a twinge of a feeling of something like it's like I'm gonna you're meet gonna you again. Up. I'm yes. gonna meet you again and then love This is have the end of our story. Yeah, that's such And a thing. that I think is quite magical. Yeah, that sounds like stunning. Isn't that cute? Yeah. Next question. Okay, love it. <laughs> it's like my interview. <laughs> I'm gonna answer and then you can <laughs> we can discuss them. Nope. <laughs> 
what's one thing about love that scares you? More so I think the fact that someone has asked that question, I so think that is a thing of... They're scared of the rejection. Yeah, that. Or just like, I think there's like a consensus that to be in love or to have love, there needs to be something scary about it or like the vulnerable. You have to be a bit out of your control. Yeah. You have to be a bit powerless to the whole thing. If you're trying to scheme the whole thing, I've struggled with that of having to... Yeah, trying to choreograph. Yeah, my Capricorn just jumps out and I want to choreograph the whole thing. They need to text me by this point. You've written them a whole script. Yeah, I've like created a whole character portfolio for them. Yeah. And sometimes you just need to... What's the thing? Don't try and steer the river. Yeah, you just need to go with the flow. Yeah, you just need to... Yeah, go with the flow. Much easier way of saying don't try and steer Steer the river. Steer the river, yeah. Very poetic. No, it's true, right? I've just looked at the next question. That's quite interested. Have either of you two ever been cheated on? Um, okay, you go. No. Yeah, no, I agree. I've definitely... Which is boring from both of us. Yeah. No, no. can't relate. I've definitely... Well, it's actually really interesting because Cameron Diaz... Not in my current relationship, I'll just spoiler, not in my current relationship. Cameron Diaz... <laughs> just quickly... <laughs> Wait, you're in a relationship with Cameron, Cameron Diaz? Diaz. <laughs> just going between my relationship with Cameron Diaz. Cameron Diaz said something about... The most irrelevant thing. Also, she's made really two appearances random. on the podcast. Really? What was the other one? She hasn't been a guest. <laughs> We've spoken about her twice on the what podcast. What was the holiday? No, no. Oh, gosh, she's made three. Did we speak about the holiday if I just made that up? <laughs> we spoke about the holiday and we also spoke about... I was talking about her being thin in the body image one. Oh, my God, how yeah, funny. Um, okay, well, anyway, Cameron yeah. Diaz speaks or said once on fucking Graham Norton. This is mm. what I do. I just, like... Watch these videos. Watch these fucking things. Anyway, she said that everyone has been cheated on in some capacity. Yes. And I kind of, I get what she's saying because she, for example, between you and I, mm. I could have this day with you and then I'll, this is like really, maybe, okay, let's flip it. Mm. We could have this day together and then you could go off and be with someone else and be like, God, Aaron was a bit annoying today. Okay, anyway. <laughs> I love how you flipped it because you didn't want me to think, yeah. oh God. It's <laughs> <laughs> a bit too real if I say I've gone home and said to Jack was what I was going to say. And then it's a bit like, oh, I don't. I know I would know that wasn't going to happen. Yeah, it's not happening. Yeah, anyway. And I'm that's fine. almost like, okay, micro cheating. Yes. And no, it's, it's almost completely... the betrayal. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, um, and I think everyone in their life can say they've been betrayed. Yeah, in some in capacity, some way. yeah. For sure, you can say that some you have felt wronged in some yeah. way by someone. Because like, no one's loyal to you like you are. Like, even by a teacher oh, marking my... your work. Well, that wrong. kind of hits the hardest. Your favourite teacher kind of... Marking you low. Oh, I knew I thought you were different. Oh, I'm like, you're, I thought you were clever. You're obviously dumb that you marked <laughs> me so low. <laughs> Oh, I thought I respected you. But yeah, no. oops, I don't. You don't just know. like the rest of them. <laughs> just like the rest of them. You don't know a good thing when you have it in front of your face. <laughs> I think, though, betrayal, obviously, universal feeling. Mm-hmm. How do you get over being cheated on? I just don't know, because I'm not the right person to ask. No, exactly. Just thought of something really crazy that I thought you would love. This maybe some in. of you, yeah, yeah, maybe some of you listeners would love this too. Um, I know someone who was in a relationship, went and had a tarot reading, and she thought, I know that this guy is cheating on me, I know he is. And in the tarot reading, it kind of came up that like there was something going on, kind of they weren't having the best time in their relationship. And she said to the reader, please, please tell me, please. She was, I'm begging you, please tell me if they- I'm on my knees. Yeah. Honestly. Oh, that's from Tracy Beaker. <laughs> Louise, you're holding the keys. <laughs> Louise, I'm down on my knees. Do you not remember that episode? No, not at all. I don't Louise, imagine. I'm down on my knees, give me the keys. To my heart. <laughs> I really hit that no. <laughs> I really hit that no. I want to hear that back. 
back. That's like ringtone. Yeah, no, I've said Fuck. it. That's Too embarrassing. Bad. That's worst oh, case scenario. That was a game we used to play. What was the most embarrassing ringtone that you? Oh yeah, could I actually have? wanted to speak about this on the podcast. Me and Erin play a game, and our other friend as well play this game where we try and think what would be the most embarrassing ringtone that could play like, oh. out loud on your phone. And I, th- I think I got it. Mm-hmm. I think the most embarrassing thing would be Mama do the heart, Mama do the heart. <laughs> Do you want to build a snowman? But the beginning, which is knock the knock, Elsa. Do you want? But literally, Elsa. In a seminar, that's bad. That one is really bad. There are some really like kind of any song that's like just out of the charts. I always also used to think you get fiddling an Irish band. That's bad. Go away, girl. That is bad. Yeah, that is really bad. I used to think you get the moves like Jagger. It's kind of that era of songs. Like 2012. Yeah, it's that era of those kind of songs. Yeah. The Mama Do the... I think Mama Do the Hump is the epitome of bad ringtone. Fuck, we thought of another one, but I'm never going to remember it. There are some bad ones. There really are some bad ones, but what hilarious. Maybe DM us some of your bad... What would be the worst song to play as your ringtone? Because honestly, it kills me. There's something funny about that. That is really hilarious. Because it's like, we all know that feeling of like, it's a bit bad. It's also like, if your ringtone isn't marimba, like who do you think you are to change it? It's like, even that, it's like, why is your phone not on vibrate? I used to have a really funny ringtone. Mm. This was when I was really young. And I, you know, when people used to Bluetooth, Bluetooth yeah. each other songs, I didn't have that. So I had to record it off YouTube. Oh, God. How embarrassing, but I had the man who can't be moved. Oh, wow. <laughs> but like, it starts with like, I've been on the corner. Yeah, yeah. Where I first <laughs> met you. <laughs> yeah. I kept in my sleeping bag and I couldn't <laughs> move. <laughs> Which is really and it's just bad. Playing for slightly too long. Yeah, it's like what oh. the oh, it's bad. So that God. was an embarrassing ringtone. Okay, right. Anyway, she was at the Tower Rangers house. Yes. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. You were in the middle of a story. No, no, I, I love start that. the move. How like, did you bring that up? I can't remember. Yeah. Mama, do the hand. Oh do. my God, awful. Yeah. It, that at that point, it's like I can't own up. I'm not answering the call. Oh, I'm Mama, kind of looking behind me as if to say, Mama, answer that do phone. the hump. Mama, Mama do, do the, the hump. Hump. <laughs> bad um yeah so she said to the tarot card reader mm. should we start from the beginning yeah yeah go on girl has a suspicion that her boyfriend is cheating on her girl goes to the tarot card reader just for a general reading and basically it kind of comes up that like the relationship isn't going very well whatever which obviously yeah. would have been clear from the girl being yeah. like i my boyfriend blah, blah blah anyway she ends up begging 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 the tarot card reader like please can we look into this more like how's oh, an extra 10 quid all right whatever the reader then was like okay yeah fine he cheated on you on his holiday. Fuck, I'm The girl's got brown thinking. hair, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, she went for it. Listed all of these, like... The, oh, she listed her. She did a character study on this oh, girl. Oh, my God. She drew a caricature. Yeah, 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 fully. And brought it to the police and oh. said, do you know this woman? <laughs> Literally. Yeah. And basically, then it came out that the girl had cheated on her. The guy had cheated on her. Yeah, yeah, sorry. The guy had cheated on her with that girl on holiday. Oh, my God. Yeah, how insane. So then it made me think of her what because hell? her way of getting over someone was always to just, like, find someone new. That is such a thing. Yeah, exactly. Tarzaning. I've heard that Tarzaning. to Tarzaning. Oh, you're swinging. Where you're where you haven't let go. Yes. Mm. Because it's like you haven't let go of the last... Watch out for that tree. I actually never saw it. (laughs) But it's like you haven't let go of the last vine before you're grabbing the next. Mm. It's like a constant... You're still holding on. You've got the next. You already let go. It's like going from relationship to relationship. And you've almost got them lined up in advance. Yeah, you can see them. I know a few people that do this. And I think it's um, a real sign of... 
low self-esteem. It's dangerous. Yeah. Because everyone does that. There's no empathy there as well, really. Yeah, it's like, oh no, now everyone else is brought into that mess as well. It's not, yeah. It's a dangerous game. And I think a lot, it's one of those things that a lot of people know that they're doing it, but it's like a bit too difficult to stop. And it also means... It's kind of a tried and tested routine. Yeah. But it means that the last few months of your relationship, you really just couldn't let go of them. It's like, Mm. rather than going, this isn't working, I'm breaking up with them, I'm being on my own until I find someone else. It's like, I can't possibly let go. It's like got a desperation to it because it means that you didn't want to let go of what you had before you've got a new thing to like catch you yeah it's not good it isn't good no oh it's quite horrible Mm. really there's no empathy really difficult especially if it's something like you've been cheated on that's Oh, horrific. Oh, well, that's a whole other oh. kettle of fish. Oh, that's a whole other podcast. Kettle of fish? Yeah, yeah. I was going to say kettle of worms. That's a whole other can of worms. Can of worms and a That ke- we won't be opening so today. So there's a kettle of fish and, and a, a can, can of, of worms. worms. Totally separated from one another. <laughs> why They've are never they met. in a kettle? And why are they in a, a can? A kettle of fish? No, but I'm kind of thinking it's like a herd. Is that what it's called? A kettle of fish? No, it's called a school of fish. Yeah, but like different types of fish. Obviously, a different, different kind of, of fish. fish. <laughs> Let's Google a kettle of fish and see where that comes from. Like kettle of fish origins. No, no, it's, it's fully fish a, kettle. In a kettle. A kettle of fish, plurals, kettles of oh, fish. fish. Obviously, an awkward situation or a predicament. But w- oh, come on, guys, need the semiology. What the hell? Why on earth would you have fish in a kettle? God, poor fish. They're just classic kitchen equipment, apparently. What fish? Oh no, no, no. That's just they're just de- they're just defining a kettle. <laughs> It's just a standard bit of kit. It's just a standard (laughs) kitchen thing. Fish in a kit. Oh, fuck it. No one fucking knows. No one knows. That's the problem with these old things. No one knows. I can't be asked to scroll through Google. That's kind of what I hate the most about sayings. Yeah. No one can agree on where they came from. Well, I started to get quite obsessed in first year with the saying, to kill two birds with one One stone. One stone. Horrid. Really horrid. But also an amazing saying. Oh, I'm just going to kill two birds with one stone. I was like, okay, so it's pre-guns. When did this saying come from? And I was like, really trying to get it back this is just weird actually how yeah it's like this is just on a Wednesday sort of afternoon and I think about the things that we come up with now not just you and I but just Mm. like our generation and like the words and phrases and like Mm. what's gonna stick it's weird isn't it yeah really weird there are loads of things like that that have stuck like the word meme was invented by Richard Dawkins and it means something that's passed on within a specific community the history of language is really like oh tell me about it a bit bizarre insane because so much of what we say is not what we mean yeah also like the different language this is why i really want to fucking learn a different language Mm. i wish i'd stuck with french because it's like the meanings the same object can have different words or signifiers Mm. and the meaning just changes slightly every time you're just missing so much like in japanese there's one word that means the light reflecting the moon you've told me this before what's your favorite the moonlight reflecting off the top of the water there's one word Mm. like what how stunning is that word yeah yeah oh it's like too much for me to handle i get yeah. shivers you should have done like linguistics gotta do english and film though but maybe next time in my next life in your ongoing life that you have <laughs> in my next life when yeah. I'm in stuff. your nine lives i'll remember it for the next one <laughs> yeah hold on to that oh That's my god cool. the craziest question Okay. From, I think Oh, she's... you're already recording. Yeah, I'm recording it. I can't wait. I was talking about Jamie Lannister. <laughs> I'm like, no, no. We need to... 
I, oh, this question was just made for you. And it's from this girl called Megan, who I'm pretty sure has followed us for a really long time. I'm sure she's called Megan, but hey, Hi, anyway. Megan. Hey, Megan, thanks. Amazing question. She said, would you ever date a Tory? And I just thought that is <laughs> made for you. And the answer is N-O spells no. Yeah. I couldn't go there. I couldn't go there. That is such a huge question because also I think what is really, really, really important and actually something that we talk about loads mm-hmm. is the fact that at the end of the day, everyone has their core values. Yeah. And sometimes you have minor values that can be compromised. Yeah. But some of them are at your core. And fundamentally, if you've got two people whose core values very extremely oppose one another, in mm. what world is that relationship going to work? So for you, where I think, and a lot of people, mm-hmm. and me to some degree included, where, yeah, I mean, my political views are like everything. They're like the core of my being. Well, it's just like uh, what you believe is right yeah how i believe the world should be is not the same as how you think the world should be yeah i think i would really 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 struggle because my thing with tories in quotes is always like i would love to have and i like to have in my time really good conversations where i can see i can put out my perspective they can come to my perspective and look at it and see that they're wrong and then they can get educated and then we can both be on the same team they'll see they're wrong yeah they don't no well sometimes they do i've had many conversations with many tories and they don't see yeah, but what are your conversations? They're just fucking dumb, yeah, though. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Whereas I'm really like, okay, well, I would like... I'm very like, I'm going to play into exactly what you want to hear so that you're on my side already. Mm. And be almost a bit cunning. It's like really actually manipulative what I do because I mm. just see Tories as like... Um, or just anyone who I think is maybe a bit more inherently right-wing or mm. just innately like bad... Yeah. You are a number waiting for me to tick you off and get you on the good side. Like, you're an opportunity for me. Any person, I I think, that that is, like, not doing well, not being led Mm. by compassion, which I think is the main thing as a human being in the world, if you want to function and you want this world to live on... Have fucking empathy. Yeah, you need to be functioning primarily with compassion. So when I see people who aren't doing that, I'm like, okay, amazing. This is going to be a great opportunity to get someone on my team. And it has happened loads of times before. It's great. You're really good at that. I'm really, like, trying to fight the fight and like I don't have the energy big up my crowd I don't want to talk to you and I definitely don't want to date you yeah I'm not fucking you oh (laughs) no way imagine no way imagine oh my god in your fucking dreams mate Yeah. Like, honestly. So I think, yeah, Megan, I think you're onto something there. It's a no. It's an absolute, it's a no for me. It's a no I'm out, me. I'm out, honestly, I'm definitely out. There's no way. Your views, I, I can't actually understand your views. I cannot understand yeah. why you would put your tiny little bit of money that you have, or your lot of money that you have, over your human Mm. instincts to be kind mm. i can't see what happened to you in your life to make you mm. do that but it's not something i want to hear well, i don't want to hear your story yeah i was gonna say a lot of people just we've all had propaganda in some way and mm-hmm. you know some of us have gone one way and some of us have gone the other but i don't want to hear it yeah you don't have you to can go that's join... what's good about the world that's the, yeah that's the best you can part. go join the tory convention and yeah. you can go and join the young conservatives yeah. i'm gonna and be... you won't be seeing me there and i will be miles away from you thank yeah. god loved that just thought i mean it's actually like a bit of a meme within our community yeah that you're so anti like anti-tory yeah which is a good Wait, brand it's a meme within what community just like you and your friends i was gonna say within high priestess i was 
like and within high priestess yeah it definitely is a meme within our friends that i am very anti-tory yeah because also it is that thing of like boundaries you don't have to try and educate every person you fucking meet i think that's you don't owe the world that well this is the thing because i've always said this actually plays into this massively and it is kind of love as well that i would never date a tory and i've always said i would never be friends with a tory i just think that to me is a step too far You're being so serious. Oh no, I'm deadly serious. It's a step too far for me to go. It's hilarious. (laughs) But, well, I always thought that, but one of my best, best friends, I spoke to her recently, my childhood friends who I love, Mm. told me that she voted Tory. And I was so gutted by it and shocked. Spoiler alert, are you still friends with her today? As I say, I was shocked because it's like, that is not a relationship I'm willing to lose. So, oh, the things you do for love. Yeah, honestly. Like, I'll make... Okay, I can be. Turns out I can be friends with Yeah, Tori turns out I can compromise. Because I know that she's inherently good. That's what I mean. And yeah. everyone is an opportunity to oh, see. Oh, but I'm not trying to shift her. I'm just like, we just, I can't talk to you about it. Well, yeah. Because I'll cry. I also think part of the reason that I, I, I just think I love a debate. Like, I love mm. that. I think I think it's just a personal, like, I just, You love it, yeah. I love, like, the chat. To it's get the their challenge. answers. Yeah. But I kind of think I already know And I'm also curious to hear. Yeah, I'm really yeah. curious to hear because people can have really good reasons as to why they believe anything in the world. Well, you're 100 percent right. Um, That's the way to go, guys. If you, no, you should definitely no, no, it's not. It's not. It you don't give everyone an answer. No, but you should be inquisitive. Yeah, you that's should. True. You should. Me and my friend got into this whole thing where we had a whole conversation about would you have dinner with a terrorist? Oh yeah. Well, the and end answer is yeah, of course. I you said would. absolutely not. Like, and then we actually came around to yeah, of course you should have dinner. Yeah. You should definitely ask them everything. Well, that's the thing. It's like if you're trying to improve the world, which I am. Yeah. You should find out the reasons. But because well, yeah. unfortunately eradicate the bad guys is not an option for me also it's not so polarized as good and yeah. bad there tories aren't bad labor isn't good definitely not yeah that exactly. is just a fact and of that's life just there it. is no such thing as good and bad we everything's gray everything is gray everything well there you is, go there you go kids gray. there you go megan thanks so sarah has asked a question which i think think is very funny hey sarah hey sarah we don't know thank sarah you. but she sent in a question and mm-hmm. thank you um so is the phrase making love a turn off or a turn turn on to you Erin's covering her face yeah I am I am okay just yeah it's it's a no it's a no it's it's a no from me it's not looking good but what I was going to say to you is if Jon Snow is saying to you your ultimate guy is saying making love uh, in his kind just just let that sink in yeah Yeah. I think it's because we associate making love with a certain person Uh, the person that says that isn't good the person who says that is turning up outside your house when you've had a shower and told them you want to have a break Love. Oh, so bad. That is bad. Would you rather say someone made love to you or fucked you? Fucked you, one hundred percent. Banged you. (laughs) Banged is bad. Bang is bad. Okay, bang or make love. Oh, it's really difficult. They're both too sincere in different ways. Bang is like like you're not old enough to be. Bang is like you're high fiving your mates. I banged. (laughs) Also, banged as a past tense should be almost bung. <laughs> it's like I don't we mean bung. I'm banged. Oh, I don't like banged it. Banged doesn't really like have a ra- have no, a flow to it. No, I don't it. like it at all. I I just I think it's difficult. We don't really have a lot of we don't have a really a plethora of words to choose from. Mm. Do you know what I mean we're quite limited in our vocabulary when it comes to like relationships? I anyway. think go clinical had sex, sex. sexual intercourse. Call it what it fucking is. Yeah, be sex. as graphic as possible. <laughs> gra- tell me the details no, fully. Yeah, fully. I want the ins and outs. Oh. and the ins and outs. <laughs> <laughs> in, in, out, out. <laughs> it's horrible. It's horrible. 
really gross. <laughs> that's bad. <laughs> yeah, you have to put that in as funny. Oh, that's <laughs> so I love this question. Mm-hmm. It says, soulmates, do you believe in them? Yeah, I do. Do you? Okay, should I explain my point? Yeah. Soulmates, I think me and you are soulmates. Agreed. I, think- I remember you said that once, and we were in quite a big crowd of people, and you said, because <laughs> I think I asked you before, do you believe in soulmates? Typical, you'd and- ask me that in a big crowd as well. <laughs> do you believe in soulmates? And you said, well, I think me and you are soulmates. And I was quite taken aback by it. And it took me a bit to say, why, yes. Yes, we are. <laughs> And we were kind of had a circle of people around us. Well, we had we had people over. We were doing a tarot reading, and we made it quite a romantic moment. We just made it about us. us. And there were about six people in the room, and I threw across the room. Do you believe in soulmates, Erin? I said, Yeah, like me and you. Yeah, for example, (laughs) me and you. I think me and Jack are soulmates. I think me and a lot of my friends are soulmates. I think me and my nan are soulmates. I'm loving it. And I think soulmates is mm -hmm, we connect on a soul level. I would have found you in any lifetime. I would have agreed with you a week ago. Oh. I would have completely agreed with you one week ago. God, what happened? Flashback. You told me. I have. Flashback. I met my soulmate. No, I'm joking. (laughs) I had a conversation with my flatmate who did evolutionary anthropology. We didn't speak about soulmates in any way. I was just running a little thing in the back of my head. Mm. And she was, she basically told me all about the history of human evolution, which I was shocked at how ignorant I was. Oh, it made you go to the Natural Natural History Museum. Yeah. I went straight down to the Natural History Museum the the following day. Yeah. To look at the, the history of human evolution. Yeah. I was shocked. We were going into human, sort of, um, what they call Homo erectus. Yeah. Heidelbergensis, <laughs> Neanderthals. Up to you definitely should read that book. Sapiens. Yeah. 100% I'm reading it. I was hooked. And I was thinking, I don't know if I can get to the point of soulmates. Mm. What, during my time at the Natural History Museum in that day, mm. I was looking at the dinosaurs. I was looking at everything that had happened, the evolution the bones. of the earth. Pangea. Yeah, Pangea. <laughs> the world is a crazy place. <laughs> <laughs> this is new news for you. <laughs> well, I knew all this info, but I hadn't thought about it. I've been yeah. talking about, oh yeah, soulmates, blah, 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 blah. Like, mm. Oh, toxic relationship. I've been going through all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. I haven't looked at the scope of what we exist in. And even that could be a simulation. We have no fucking idea. Yeah. So I was looking at dinosaurs. They existed for... <laughs> Sorry, you've got a bit crazy, actually. Your eyes are a bit like... It's because you're a bit I... crazy. <laughs> I couldn't believe what I... my eyes hearing, and my yeah. ears. I couldn't believe what I was learning. And I haven't... <laughs> This this poor girl wrote in about soulmates. I'm going back to dinosaur times. Talk about Pangea. (laughs) Um, So the dinosaurs were around for... Just bear with me for this. The dinosaurs were around for 50 million years before they were wiped out. Hey, this is Persephone. I'm just jumping in whilst I'm editing this because... And I know nobody gives a shit about the dinosaurs. But I've just realised a crucial error. that that I said they were around for 50 million years. They were here for 150 million years. So let that sink in. We have only been around as ourselves for like 20,000 years. Not a long time. No. Do I believe that dinosaurs had soulmates? If anything, this is their earth. They were here for a lot, lot, lot longer than us. And before us. Yeah. Classic us, stealing what isn't ours. And we've been here for literally a tiny little tick in the time of that they owned this planet, essentially. There there has been crazy fucking shit going on here, guys. (laughs) (laughs) She's not fucking around. Yeah, okay. There has been nuts. Shit <laughs> going on, guys. You wouldn't believe. Oh yeah. You wouldn't believe if you see a tarod- pterodactyl. <laughs> 
<laughs> or even like a Neanderthal woman. Do I believe she has a soulmate? I don't know. I don't know if I believe that pterodactyls have soulmates, that guinea pigs now have soulmates, that crocodiles have soulmates. But you believe in like aliens and ghosts. Well, there's crazy shit going on. <laughs> Right, but that's my thing is like, yeah, I get, I get we're from everything, whatever. Mm. But I think fundamentally there is something spiritual about the world and the earth. Oh, well, you know, I agree. Yeah. But so the, that's I, I was a bit science. Science yeah, did send sounds me it. a bit, a bit bananas. Honestly, I don't believe in science. Oh, I, here's where we're going to get into some I, do, I do, It's like, I would rather, I need it to be a bit more romantic. Yeah, but it's not really about what you need. <laughs> It's kind of about... It's a case of fact or fiction. It's like, without science, we would be dead. <laughs> but I also True. have this conversation with my dad a lot about science because I am an atheist. Yeah, I, I reject science. No, no, no. I, I don't. <laughs> I'm just coming back in. But he says, science obviously has given us everything, but it cannot even explain the one thing that it is. Exactly, And I'm yeah. also having this conversation with my other flatmate, Jack. Second appearance on the podcast. <laughs> Jack. Love it. And he was saying about how he studies physics and it kind of bothers him that so we're studying physics science and even numbers are made up they're man-made and it's like wait 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 this is the laws of our existence but it can't explain what we are yeah we can never get beyond the scope of our own comprehension yeah it's crazy it's It's all through a human lens it's all anecdotal exactly and that's why the only thing that i know to be real in life is love and human connection Mm. remember i said that to you when we were in lewis we were by a a pond (laughs) We Where were in we a romantic <laughs> moment. We sat by a pond and Erin said... We picked dead silent. Deadly silent. And I said, love is the only thing that is real in the world. And I nodded my head and said, I agree. Yeah. I agree. It's the only... Well, it's the only... I just think it's the only universal thing that really means anything. Love. Love. What's worth living if it's not with I love? I love you, love. Love. <laughs> yeah, it's true. So that's why I think... And I just know it. It's sometimes it's romantic sometimes, for my no, life. but it's true. It's the, it's the V-Day-F. Like yeah. sometimes you meet someone and you know your souls have clicked on a on a different level. I get it. Oh no, and I've experienced this many times. And as I say, I yeah. would agree with you if I hadn't gone that week ago and seen the dinosaurs. Yeah, but what turned you off with basically how am I relating then? soulmates to dinosaurs? Yeah. But in my mind I was thinking, we've created this notion of so at uni I did a lot of stuff on like romance and love and all of this stuff. Sex, yeah. a lot of stuff on this stuff. A lot of books, a lot of films. Yeah. That's what I studied. And there's this whole idea that men and women mankind invented mm-hmm. the concept of love mm-hmm. there's no love with any other species I there think... would be maternal love there would be parental love yeah i don't You're think about romantic Re- well i'm gonna get onto this there's four okay. types of love yeah okay we're, we're going philosophy we're, we're going, going philosophy there are yeah. four types of love there is no romantic love between any other species that we can identify mm-hmm. it's a very man-made thing and with the idea of romance who's to say that really exists we have be- we're so far into our society now that it's almost you can't really tell what's in your biology mm. and what's in your um this nature versus nurture yeah it's, i mean it's very descartes like, i think therefore i am like yes. i have these feelings therefore what are they like mm-hmm. who am i how is this any of this real but i think the bigger point is why do we question it so much though because we have to question everything but love is like why are we scared of it oh no why, like why oh, no. do you know what i mean like throw love... me head first yeah no, i'm not scared like, of it no but like those things of like oh love you know it's so dangerous it's so this it's so that and you have this and have that I don't do i like him do, can i do no 
I think people are. Oh no, people are scared, but I don't think the the philosophy the no, philosophy no. angle is in any way rooted in fear. That's no, trying to say no. what is this? Yeah, it's trying to yeah. explain. Yeah, I completely agree. But I think the fact that our generation now is terrified. Look towards oh, like antiquity to explain mm. these like phenomenons that have taken yeah. over the world generations before our existence <gasps> is because you feel rejected by that guy who didn't message you back on Tinder and you thought you were going on a date and you got all ready and he never messaged you back. Like we've been there. It's all of these different situations make you turn to any explanation of mm. the things that you are feeling and the things that you imagine others to feel. Love it. When in actuality, I just think, feel what you're feeling. Don't mm. have fun with the dating thing and that's literally thing. see what it's happens. Fun. That's the thing. Because it's yeah. the love at first sight thing of like, well, I'm not going to take that away from you. No. It's not my feeling. Never, never, never. Yeah. But I do think before you, before we all start making these sort of statements of like, here's a song, mate. I'm a Capricorn. Trust me. I'm the queen of making these statements. Yeah. But go and see the dinosaurs and you will <laughs> see that we're here for a blink. Yeah. We're here for a blink. I agree. But so that's why I think love think... is everything. I don't think love was around with the dinosaurs. No, but I think the fact that they exist is love. How? They were on the right conditions. Well, that's right it. Planet. And I think that right condition is love. It's that old, um, oh, I don't know if it's not Aquinas. I don't know who this thing is. Remember I told you about the, the, the pocket watch and the sound? I love this. Yeah. Of like, what the chances that everything is going to, you're walking along in the sand and there's nothing, the mirage, nothing's real. You're going to starve, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Walking, 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 you stumble on a pocket watch. Everything works perfectly together and it's still ticking away. All of the cogs have come together. All of the circumstances, it hasn't been destroyed. It's just working perfectly. You wouldn't look at the pocket watch and say, that got here by accident. It's coincidence. I think the fact that there have been dinosaurs here for so many years and now we get to be here and interact with one another on ways and levels that we never have before, that is pure love. Like, that is crazy. And I, I just don't think, think it is. love is the <laughs> universal, like, bonding thing. Like, all anyone ever wants is to feel validated and accepted all of these podcasts revolve around a feeling of love either within yourself or looking for it in others i think everything fundamentally comes down to the way that you live is how loved you are have you been fed that was through love have you got a roof over your head okay that was through love i don't know and i do believe in soulmates well and i've studied history like i've studied history and anthropology like yeah i get the reality of why we're here but i think ultimately also i think it's a dangerous game to like assert that there is no meaning beyond anything i think if I reject, hate that. I yeah. fucking hate I think there if is we no reject love, you encourage a discourse that is quite um, destructive. I think that you cannot say there is no meaning and you cannot say there is a meaning. The one thing... I think you can say can there is all... a meaning because if you have a meaning, then there is a meaning. Yeah, but it's not your meaning. It's like a human lens. It's kind of... The one thing we can all agree on is this is fucking crazy. Yeah. This is crazy what we're in. Yeah. Who knows what the fuck it is? The, what, some of the smartest people in the world say it's a simulation. Some of the smartest people yeah. in the world say there's a god. Some of the smartest people in the world say we're literally we going to die we're and we're that's it. I'm more inclined towards them. But we can all agree this is fucking weird. Yeah. And we don't know why we're here. Yeah. So I don't know if I can say this is because of love. This is because of science. This is because of anything. All I know is there were fucking dinosaurs walking oh, around. Fuck. They were killed by a meteor. And now we drive cars and have phones. What the fuck? What happened? What the fuck happened and I don't even know if yeah. I need an answer but I also think there's different timelines operating at the same mm-hmm. you know where your soulmates could be and things like that like I know you believe in soulmates well this is the thing I don't know I don't know what I believe in I think you're on a like a science hype like you're on a you're on like a health kick <laughs> I'm on a dinosaur hype. like you're on a rationale you know when you get that bit when you're obsessed with a dinosaur yeah. you know that feeling <laughs> you know that feeling when you're obsessed yeah, it's so with relatable. it's relatable content guys but I mean do go and see some skeletons 
hands and you I just think you know that like that feeling of when you co- are connecting with someone oh, look, you know I know you know yeah. that not you though You're, I think like yeah. everyone but that everyone is... surely I think has had that moment where you think okay I'm like yeah but I don't know what that is I don't know if I agree with I'm calling it soulmates because yeah, I like it the I idea of soulmates is. is just as old as ideas about like eros and all these different types mm. of love like I'm just yeah. as inclined to believe like an old tribe from Papua New Guinea as I am to believe Plato that we're philosophers today yeah we are so thank you so much for listening this if you've listened to this God. you're you're in you're in the gang you're a priestess I fully fully priestess there's like no questioning it they're like no please don't give me that title <laughs> anything but priestess <laughs> no you are whether you like oh, it or not you are to me you are to Erin yeah you are to both forever for life yeah obsessed I would have found future. you in any lifetime <laughs> <laughs> but the dinosaurs so thank you so much guys leave us a rating and a review i hope you've loved this bonus episode yeah god how lucky you are lucky lucky girls you lucky lucky thing right well thank you so much for listening bye bye ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.